You are listening to the Uplevel Lounge podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Froelich, a business coach and strategist who helps female entrepreneurs uplevel their business with practical strategies, a rewired mindset, and the accountability to make it stick. With over 15 years of collective hands-on experience in corporate and the entrepreneurial space, I bring a unique and diverse perspective when it comes to helping women grow their businesses. My own business experienced massive growth when I started investing in my business and working with a coach. Now I am here to share those same strategies and insights with you right here week after week. If you are looking for clarity on your business direction and accountability on your goals, then you are in the right place. Let's jump into today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Up Level Lounge podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Froelich. And if you are new here, I just want to say welcome. I do this podcast each and every week because I want to give you little nuggets of inspiration and strategic tips to keep moving the needle forward. It is so easy to get overwhelmed and stagnated and stuck in this busy, busy world that we live in, especially our our online business world. But Really, the goal is to keep going, to keep showing up for yourself each and every day, to keep showing up for your business each and every day. And sometimes showing up means resting. So I want to be clear about that. I am a big fan of resting when you need to and sometimes just going on a walk and zoning out or listening to a podcast like this, but listening to yourself and trusting yourself. Because the better I've gotten at trusting myself, especially during my business journey, the better I have gotten about maintaining momentum. And allowing myself to realize that I make good decisions and I have access to great resources and I don't have to be an expert or have all the answers because guess what? I know where to go to find the answers. And sometimes that alone is all I need to reset my mindset and to gain that momentum again. So I want you just to kind of take some personal inventory right now and see how you're feeling about business and how much trust are you putting in yourself that you are capable because the answer might be not enough. And maybe you're feeling pretty good this week, but remembering that it's not gonna be perfect every day. And in fact, it shouldn't be. It's about making progress. As the CEOs of our business, it's about making progress, okay? And part of that progress is learning to trust ourselves more in terms of making decisions that are right for ourselves and for our business. And sometimes that means pivoting. Sometimes that means changing direction completely. And you'll hear me talk about all of these things over and over again in different ways, because these are themes that I see in my own business. These are themes that I see with my clients each and every week. So this week, I want to talk about marketing. In the Consulting Framework Accelerator Program, which is my signature program, we had our special guest, Michelle Vroom, who is a dear friend. She is also a strategic partner of mine, and she is a marketing coach. She came in this week to really help the ladies dial in in terms of marketing, marketing mindset, how to really market themselves as consultants out in the world, okay? And we talked about so many different things. And so marketing has been on my mind and I wanted to come here and talk about how often I hear from women that I coach with that they're not good at marketing, okay? That is such a common, common 
stuckness that I see over and over again. They've got all the skills, they have the experience, they have the passion, but they get stuck when it comes to talking about themselves. So marketing is essential in terms of business growth. I don't care if you have built your business 100% on referrals up to this point, you still have to find a way to market your business. What you don't have to do is market in a way that everybody else says you should, in a way that doesn't feel authentic. There are so many ways to market. You've got to figure out what works for you. You've got to figure out why you're telling yourself these stories of I'm not good at marketing. What data do you have to support this? What if actually the opposite was true? What if you were good at marketing? What would that look like? What would you need to feel? What would you need to believe? What would you need to do in order to say, I'm good at marketing? So I want to talk about sales for a second. And when I became a certified online business manager, I realized that I was going to have to do sales calls. I also realized I was going to have to market myself. So marketing and sales, right? We're just going to lump those together for a second. And I was in a slight panic because I hated the idea of sales, right? I told myself I'm not good at sales, even though I know I'm good at sales. I'm not good at it in a way that everybody says you should do sales because I don't follow a script and I just show up and I have conversations with people, but I'm not good at these sales calls that we're gonna have to do in this online business world to be able to sell my OBM services. So so we're gonna rewind back to 2018 when I got my certification and I was like, oh, I am a certified online business manager and now I'm gonna have to talk to people about that on a discovery call. You've gotta be kidding, right? I hate sales. So I've had the same messaging to myself that many of you are probably having around sales and marketing in your business. But you know what I did? I forced myself to do it anyway. I didn't know how to properly do sales calls or how to properly market myself, but I knew that sitting still and staying stuck behind my computer and finding busy work to do and procrastinating and doing more research, that was not going to lead to a booked out business. So I said, you know what? Get out there, do it messy, start somewhere because everybody starts somewhere and see what you can learn. And let's fast forward to six months later. I don't know, we'll just pick a time. And I was like, interesting. I don't think I hate sales anymore because this isn't really selling anything. I'm getting on calls with people who may or may not be interested in what I have to do, but they're coming to me and saying, hey, I have this problem. And I say, hey, let's hop on a call and talk about it and see if I might be able to help you. And that was easy for me because, oh, by the way, I allowed myself to do something that felt authentic for me. I didn't follow a script because I never had before. And I was like, I'm gonna have conversations with people. Guess what? Spoiler alert. Those were sales calls, but I had changed the way that I was allowing myself to think about them. Instead, I was thinking about it as a conversation between two business owners. And so pretty soon I was like, actually, I love sales. I don't know why I thought I hated sales. Oh my gosh. And when I really start to think about it, my first job ever was in sales. I worked at a blueberry farm and then I had my first job out of college and I was a territory sales manager actually in the title for a large animal health company, right? But I didn't think of myself as a salesperson because I went into farm stores and into veterinarian facilities. And I spoke to people about what they needed. And I said, oh my gosh, there's a really cool new product. Or have you seen this? Or have you thought about offering this to your clients? And I provided solutions. I listened to people, heard what their needs were and offered solutions. So I didn't think of myself as a salesperson. And I think that there is this really common thread for so many of us that we have these connotations that are allowing us to determine that something is a certain way because we've been taught that, right? That's mindset, right? The way that we respond to 
situations based on our previous learnings and experiences, right? Our mindset is so often formed to think that something is gross like sales or marketing because we've heard that it is. But when you start thinking about things that you've done authentically that are in fact sales or marketing, and when you allowed yourself to do it in a way that was natural and it felt good, that's still sales or marketing, or when you have experienced sales or marketing in a way that felt good and was authentic, say that you are going to buy a new toaster oven, okay? You go to Williams-Sonoma and you wanna buy a toaster oven, but you know nothing about them. You wanna go in and speak to somebody and say, here's what I'm looking for. I don't have a ton of counter space, so I can't have the biggest toaster oven, but I need one that also does air frying. You want the salesperson to give you information so that you can make an informed decision, okay? So when you think of it like that, you're like, oh, that's helpful. I'm going there and talking about a problem that I have, and they're going to help me find a solution, possibly. If the woman at Williams-Sonoma says, yeah, we don't have one that's small and that's an air fryer, we only have this gigantic one, I don't think that's gonna fit your needs, okay. There wasn't anything gross about that transaction. I'm gonna go look elsewhere. Maybe I will go to Amazon or maybe I'll go to Macy's, I don't know, and and continue my search, right? Maybe Crate and Barrel has what I'm looking for, but I got to have a conversation about a problem I was having and somebody gave me some informed information to help me make a decision to either move forward or look elsewhere. That is the role that you are gonna fill when you have these conversations. And we're like, oh, well, I can have conversations like that around business, right? Somebody can come to me and say, hey, I'm really overwhelmed. I wanna launch this new program. I don't like launching. I don't even know where to start with a launch strategy. And you can talk with them and find out if you can help them or not help them and maybe recommend them to somebody else, but that doesn't sound so stressful, but how are they even gonna know to come talk to you, right? That's the piece that we have to solve for, which is where this marketing is coming up. So what are you doing to market yourself? What are you doing to put your face out there in the world so that people actually know that you exist? And here's the deal, I can guarantee that you are better at marketing than you are even remotely giving yourself credit for because I want you to ask yourself, what specifically makes me bad at marketing? I want you to look for that data. Maybe it's the fact that you don't know where to start in terms of your marketing, and that may be factual, but that doesn't mean that you are bad. That just means that you need a little bit of a plan so that you can get started. So instead of, I'm bad at marketing, I don't know where to start when it comes to marketing, okay? So really being honest with yourself and just instead of, I'm not good at marketing. That is a blanket statement that's allowing you to stay in your stuckness, allowing you to play it safe. That is truly, truly imposter syndrome saying you're not good at it. You don't have enough. You don't need to put yourself out there. You do need to put yourself out there because the world needs to know about you. The world needs to know you exist so they can have conversations with you to find out if you are the right fit to help solve whatever it is in their business. So I want you to start looking at what what stories are you telling yourself about marketing? What evidence do you have to support that? And what else might be true? What if you were good at marketing? What does that look like? Maybe that means that you have a system. Now, one of the things we talked about a lot in the CFA this week when we had Michelle come in was not worrying about having a perfect system. I don't have a perfect system. Michelle doesn't have a perfect system. We've changed, modified, amplified our current systems many, many times, but we had to start somewhere. I remember when we were both getting started with our business and you know, at least we were putting ourselves out there and and we had a connection call. We had a discovery call. That's how we got to know one another. We jumped on and learned about one another and we kept doing that and learning about our businesses and where they were going and how we could support one another. And none of those calls were sales calls, you guys. They were connection calls, but they were a result of marketing ourselves by, oh, making ourselves visible. We met in a Facebook group and 
to this day, many, many years later, we still find ways to really support one another. And Michelle's clients come and coach with me and my clients come and coach with Michelle. And we have created this really synergistic relationship. And so that is marketing in itself. And again, it was one tiny thing that over time snowballed into a much more macro marketing effort, but we had to start somewhere. So I want you to really ask yourself, are you really bad at marketing or do you just not know where to start? Ask for help if you don't know where to start. Start small. Start in a way that that feels good to you. Set a goal. I'm going to have five discovery calls this month. How are you going to have discovery calls? You're going to have to go out and meet people. Okay. Maybe you are going to look for an in-person networking opportunity. Maybe you are going to use other people's communities as a way to market yourself. You're going to look for opportunities to go in and be a guest expert or hop on someone's podcast. Or maybe you're going to do a guest blogging opportunity. I don't know what the thing is. I don't know what feels good for you, but you have to start marketing. Not marketing is not an option if you want to grow your business. Look at all the people that are successful out there that you aspire to be like or to have a similar business model like they have. They're marketing themselves. How are they marketing themselves? Look at the people around you that you respect and look at what they're doing. If you could really have a lens inside their business, no one is doing it perfectly, okay? But you know what? They're taking action and they're learning from it. What worked, what didn't. What felt good, what didn't. Being consistent is key. You've got to keep showing up in some way or another. You can change direction. You don't have to show up every day, 76 times a day, but you do have to market consistently. So if you decide that, hey, I think that LinkedIn is my platform and I'm gonna spend some time over there and a couple of months go by and you're not seeing the traction that you want, then try something different. Remember to give things a shot. I know that I'm talking about both sales and marketing today, but they they really do marry together. And especially when it comes to the mindset stuff and the reasons we tell ourselves that we're not good at something. I told myself I wasn't good at something that I was inherently good at. I just didn't like the term sales. But when it became a connection and a conversation, like, oh, I'm super great at that. Because I allow myself to be me and I I take away the competition. That's one thing that was standing in my way in the beginning. I was allowing myself to say I'm not good at sales and oh my gosh, what if I don't close the sales call? Who cares? So what? Yeah, it would be nice if every single call that we hopped on turned into a paid invoice. But the flip side of that is not every single call we hop on is our ideal client. We're not for everybody. So starting to really step into that abundant growth mindset space is really important as you think about sales and marketing. Not every single effort that you put out in the world is going to be transactional into a paid client. That's just not possible. It's a numbers game. It is at the end of the day, no matter how much you hate that thought, it's true. So you've got to do a lot of effort to see the return start to happen. And when I took away the pressure of making it transactional and I said, you know what, I'm going to have conversations with people. And if it's the right person, then it's going to flow and it's going to be natural and that's going to take the pressure off me to have to say the right things. I'm going to be able to say freely, hey, I'm not sure about that, but that definitely is something I'm interested in learning. Or, you know, that just really isn't my wheelhouse, but I have a couple of people that I want to introduce you to that may be a great fit. Giving myself permission to show up authentically as I am and lean into my own unique strengths was so empowering. Instead of making it about, okay, I have a discovery call. I really hope that I'm going to close this. Of course, I'm competitive by nature. I want to succeed at everything, but I realized that trying to force it and trying to succeed at every sales call wasn't smart. That was actually coming from a scarcity mindset. It was coming from that verbiage of, you never know when you're going to have another opportunity like this. 
You don't want to look a gift horse in the mouth, right? All these things that we say and we hear, money doesn't grow on trees. That stuff was showing up for me because I was like, I have an opportunity. I have to really sell myself to this person. I don't want to sell myself to anybody. Truly, at the end of the day, I want to help the people that I can help that are in alignment with my core values and my inherent talents and the way that I want to authentically show up in my business. And I want to help the people who want to be helped by me. I don't want to force anything because you know what? I found out that I could. I can really go in there and say the right things and say what people are looking for. But what good does that do in the end if the alignment isn't there? I found myself in a couple of relationships with clients where I was like, this person was not an ideal client for me. Why did I force this? Why did I go above and beyond to like prove to myself that I could close this deal with this client because it doesn't feel great. And I really had to get honest and say, I gotta stop forcing this and I have to have it be authentic. And this is my own stuff. And so what if I don't send a proposal as a result of a sales call? Who's keeping score besides me? Every single sales call or discovery call or connection call, whatever you want to call them, every single one I've gotten on has been valuable in its own right. Have they all turned out to be paying clients? Of course not. I wouldn't want that. But I learned to really look at these opportunities as a way to continue to grow as a leader in my business, as a thought leader within my space, as somebody who is stepping further into a growth and abundance mindset. And looking at ways to improve my systems and processes and look for themes in terms of what people were coming to me and sharing about frustrations, whether or not they were my ideal client or not, and to find out, I want to do more of this. I want to help more of these types of people. How in the world did I start to really niche down? (laughs) By having a lot of conversations. It drives me nuts when new business owners are like, I've got to find my niche. Why in the world would you try and find a niche before you've had some experience? It's fine if you know that you want to help coaches, okay? But how would you know that you want to help beauty coaches versus fitness coaches if you haven't worked with any? And do you truly like the work that they're doing? And do you truly like to build those types of systems or processes or whatever or or design work for that type of business? Talk to people. Get the opportunities to have conversations, learn about their actual struggles and pain points in the way that they describe them instead of in the way that you assume they're going to by just sitting back and following everybody online. I guarantee that when you have conversations, the light bulb moments are going to happen. So I don't care how you market yourself, but you have to market yourself. And if you're telling yourself you're bad at marketing, I really challenge you to figure out where that's coming from. What specific evidence do you even have that says you're bad at marketing? Are you bad at marketing or are you feeling overwhelmed about marketing? Are you bad at sales or are you feeling out of alignment with how you're thinking that you should be selling? Those are the questions that I want you to ask yourself. Those are the mindset shifts that I want you to be curious about and say, what actually might be true here instead of what I've been telling myself? Because marketing is essential for growth. Sales are essential for growth in your business. You already know this. I want you to find a way to fall in love with the idea of connecting with people and want to connect with more people. And if you want that and you desire that and you believe in the service that you provide, then it would be natural to market yourself, to be able to share with more people that you have a solution or you have a passion. And when you start thinking about it that way, things start to shift. So if you are one of my dear, dear women in my circle who I've heard say, I'm bad at marketing this week. I want to send you a big loving hug and say, you're not bad at marketing. I know that you are not bad at marketing. You're feeling stuck in some way of how to market authentically. 
And I want you to look at, is it that you're bad at marketing or are you actually scared of sales? You don't want to market because you don't want to get the sales part. Like, I want you to go deeper around these stories that you're telling yourself and find out why so that we can start to remove those roadblocks so that you can gain some momentum. Because if you're listening to this podcast, you have what it takes to take your business to the next level. You're not listening to this podcast because you're mediocre and average and you don't really care. You're listening to this podcast because you have a desire for more in your business and I want to help you attain that. And so that's that's really what the passion is about this week and the inspiration behind this is what I see coming up in my community right now and wanting to tell you you're not alone. I have been there and I'm here to hopefully help roll that boulder out of the way, help you reframe the stories you're telling yourself and and gain that momentum so that you can market yourself in a way that feels good and natural and honestly in a way that you don't even realize that you're doing it. So you'll be like me and six months later and look back and be like, oh, I am marketing myself. And oh my gosh, I am having, I guess these are sales calls, but they're actually really fun. And I'm talking to business owners and I do have a couple new clients. Like that will happen if you get out of your own way and take action. It will not happen if you stay exactly where you're at today. You have to start prioritizing the effort. Do it scared, do it messy, and know that there is no such thing as doing it perfectly. I sure don't have it perfectly figured out. I'm not going to. I'm continually tweaking and seeing what works and what do I have energy for? And sometimes I show up a lot in my stories or I'm I'm going live all the time in my Facebook group. And sometimes I don't feel like doing that. But I am always consistently marketing some way, somehow, but I do what feels good for me. And I've given myself permission to say that that's okay, because I'm I'm the boss of me. And I want you to get to that place. I want you to say, yeah, I've got to market myself. I'm going to find ways that feel good for me. Of course, I'm not bad at it, because I do want to give people the opportunity to find me, work with me, so that I can solve whatever it is that they're, they're up against. And sales is going to be the natural next step, because if I'm the right person for them, when we're having a conversation, when they find out about me, the sales piece is going to happen authentically. So... Make a commitment to really exploring where you fall in terms of your mindset around sales and marketing and see what you can do to to make tiny little shifts to create some momentum forward because you deserve to truly have the business of your dreams. The amount of potential in terms of the success that you can have is limitless. It really is. It depends on how much effort you're willing to put out there and how much you're willing in terms of how much you're going to believe in yourself, right? The energy that's needed to believe in ourselves is sometimes the hardest to muster. It's easy to find all the excuses and the reasons it won't work, but instead I want you to come back to believing in yourself and looking at all the reasons why it can work and what will it look like and feel like to have the success that you absolutely deserve. Okay, I hope that something today has inspired a little bit of, I wanna love marketing or sales a little bit more than I did yesterday. That's really my only goal. So thanks so much for tuning in. Please join me over in the Up Level Lounge. That is our private Facebook group. We do lots of fun things there, talk lots about sales and marketing, all the other topics that are so necessary to growing and scaling our businesses. Thank you for being you and keep up the amazing work. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. If you're looking to join a community of female entrepreneurs focused on the growth of their online business, be sure to check out the Up Level Lounge community on Facebook. As always, you can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at melissafrolick.com. See you here next week.